0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum, where you will hear about car news, car culture, and car talks. Here's your host, Cody Wagner. Hello,
1: everyone. Welcome back to another podcast. Let's get straight into it. Let's start rolling with the punches and similar metaphors like that. Nissan Note Black Edition priced from £14,415 in the UK, or in other words, seventeen grand in the US. 2019 Wagoneer and Grand Wagoneer to top out Jeep Range. BMW M2 GTS could happen. Hopefully. I really, really hope that happens. Ferraris prance through the roads of northern Japan in something rally. It's H-O-K-K-A-I-D-O. Aston Martin Boss says AMRB-001 will influence future models. Brabus shows off 850 horsepower Mercedes-AMG GLE 63 with carbon fiber kit. That's a very powerful SUV. McLaren to embrace autonomous tech, vows it's it'll still build driver's cars. Even though if you do use autonomous tech, it's not a driver's car then, is it? Or a car that you drive for that matter. Honda considering Formula E entry, but not just yet because I'm pretty sure they don't want to fail at it miserably like they have at F1. Jaguar Land Rover planning host of new SVR models before 2020, which I really hope they can actually do it before 2020. UK buyers favor connectivity and comfort tech over safety kit. Okay, so what the UK buyers are saying is we'd rather be connected and die more easily. That's Martin Vulcan up for auction in Monterey. Mercedes-AMG GTR r up as Zenvo-based racer. In other words, it's fake. Tesla Model 3 to benefit from new EV tech, and it could be as sharp as the Model S. Hopefully that happens. Lyft launches high-end sedan and SUV premier service. Finland wants people to stop driving in Helsinki by, by 2025. Wow. I guess they might be becoming Japan then. This low-mileage Mercedes W123 Lang will become someone's perfect daily driver. Even though it's far too long to be perfect as a daily. Take a look at Porsche's new V8 engine factory. It's as immaculate as some German thing. Volcano yellow McLaren P1 with just three miles, with three miles on the clock, is up for sale. Chevrolet SS to get 6.2 liter LSA V8 engine? Hopefully. but probably not, as they're killing it off. Mercedes-Benz delivers record 1 million cars in the first half of 2016. Cars lift off, soaring through the sky, little-eyed-stots. Yeah, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> cars lift off after Minnesota, yeah, Minnesota Highway buckles under severe heat. Though I'm not sure that beats the time where I saw in India, the road was literally melting under the heat of the sun. Rare Lexus LFA green Edition spotted in Belgium. Renault updates its capture, cap, capture, capture range in Britain. Hennessy supercharges Dodge Viper to brutish 808 horsepower. BMW Classic's new HQ now open for business. Going off-road is one way of escaping Russian cops. Wow. BMW's massive Abbey Dhabi dealer reveals bespoke yellow I-8. 2007-2009 model year Audi A8 and S8 models recall due to, due to faulty sunroof. Or another reason why I will not get a sunroof in my first car. Ferrari keeps Kimmy Raikkonen for 2017 season. Or in other words, Ferrari keeps Iceman for 2017 season, as the F1 uh, race commentator guys like to call him. A driver filmed solving Rubik's Cube while on British Motorway. Or in other words, driver filmed being an imbecile on British Motorway. New BMW Z5 Roser is the next Toyota Supra's cousin. Or in other words, you can have a little bit of German sausage with your Japanese sushi.
2: <laughs>
1: this might be the most controversial episode I've ever made. <laughs> oh gosh. And now, well, one, and to this controversial stuff, and more on the recall of the Audi A8 and S8. Audi is recalling approximately 536 A8 and SA 8 sedans built between 2007 and 2009 because the sunroof glass might possibly detach while the car is in motion. According to Edmonds, the German automaker told federal safety regulators in the U.S. that it had already received a number of field complaints regarding this issue. If the glass detaches from the sunroof frame, it will become a road hazard, increasing the risk of a crash and, or to be honest, cutting you in half at the NHTSA in their recall summary. Currently, Audi spokespersons have yet to say if there have been any crashes or injuries of any kind related to this recall. Regardless, Audi A8 and SA owners should make their way to the dealership as soon as possible in order to get the issue sorted out. With the recall expan- expected to begin sometime this month, Audi has already informed the public that the fix will include them installing additional adhesive between the summer of glass and the frame free of charge. Owners... Owners are being instructed to contact Audi customer service at, pay, pay attention, 1-800-253-2834. Once again, that's 1-800-253-2834. Chris Harris is getting his own TV show in the USA, and no, it's not American Top Gear. Kia announces updates for Picanto and Rio, UK range. Skoda says Superb packs more punch than yesterday's supercars, including the... Honda and or Acura NSX and Ferrari 308 GTB Peugeot Citroën and DS announced first real world fuel economy results feds open investigation into second Tesla autopilot crash Honda bringing upgraded engine to British GP well, in other words Honda has a lot of hopes and dreams to be bringing it to the British GP <laughs> Volkswagen Daimler BMW ZF offices raided over suspicious steel buying practices Oh no. Red Bull Racing's aero screen still an option for 2018 F1 season. New 109 horsepower smart robbers launched and is now priced from 19,710 euros in Germany, and I do not know how to translate that. Someone thought a Sans Ferrari was a good idea. It's not. And whoever they bought it from, the original owner, they will come running from the hills. Jetta driver pulls handbrake at high speed and then properly rolls the car. Or in other words, Jetta does a Fast and Furious and rolls the car. <laughs> <laughs> Bentley spy testing all-new 2018 Continental GTC. And they stole that name from the Viper Conti program. No, they didn't. New Toyota Supra to pair electric motors with a BMW engine. Ontario fails to attract applications for on-road autonomous testing. Which is a good thing because we do not need unproven tech on our roads. Lamborghini sells record number of supercars. Mercedes-Benz Tesla Model S Rival to debut at Paris Motor Show. 2017 Nissan Pathfinder gets new face and greater towing abilities. Parking an Opel Corsa has never looked so difficult. Or if you're wondering what that means, parking a tiny car that's about the size of a Ford Fiesta has never looked so difficult. Ever. UK EV drivers to pay £5 or about eight dollar motorway charging fee model 3 owners will pay too though they won't pay in the way that they make it sound they'll just pay money uh, that was a bad joke that didn't go well <laughs> be warned what you will hear next is essentially shots fired honda keen to get uber drivers into cars not toyotas shots fired this 1100 horsepower to- turbo opal cadet is an audi and bmw killer Acura shows off new NSX GT3 race car on a track, Mercedes new, Mercedes, Mercedes, whatever, new 2018 Sprinter van Spide in mule, mule, mule form. NHTSA kicks off vehicle theft theft prevention month with important safety tips. 2018 Renault McGann RS will stick to front wheel drive and offer 300 plus horsepower. Yeah, someone stuffed a Ferrari V8 into a Scion FRS or a Subaru RZ. Or in other words, someone was insane and thought to stick a elephant's heart in a mouse. That's the first time I've used a TG reference. Wait, no, it might not be. New Skoda Kodiak SUV to be offered with seven seats and five engines and will hopefully not get sued by the Kodak camera makers because they stole the name. (laughs) I don't think it's actually spelled the same, but it looks to be pronounced the same. Though I could be doing it wrong. To be fair, it's their own fault for making a confusing name. Clarkson and Hammond show off drifting skills in front of brave camera crew TGT coming to U.S. Hennessy's 25th anniversary Velociraptor 700 is a F-150 Raptor alternative. 2017 Can-Am Spider-F3S features drift-friendly sport mode. Though I'm not sure why you'd want to drift it because it could potentially be terrifying. Renault drops more images of the updated Clio. And new V8 engine to be one of the last of its kind? Maybe. Possibly. I have no idea. Well, well, no, it's not that I have no idea. I don't know if they're really going to go that far, as I'm not sure if it's really that necessary. Fernando Alonso and Stoffel Van Dorn, sorry man, demonstrate Honda NSX at Isterol. Citroen could launch a hot version of the new C3. TRD, or basically the Mopar for Toyota, reveals comprehensive 2017 Sign FRS body kit. And if you're wondering why I'm saying that, oh wait. Oh wait, no, it is Toyota 86, because I forgot Scion is dead, so it is Toyota 86 in America. My bad! Liberty Walk widens the BMW M4, and promptly lowers it in the process. Drop-top LaFroi set to adopt Aperta? i would never been able to pronounce that. That's A-P-E-R-T-A name. Insane Martin AMRB01 to be faster than current F1 cars. And I read the comments, someone was saying, but if it's faster than current F1 cars, how are people going to be able to drive it? Because no one's going to be able to handle that kind of speed. <laughs> And he's so right. Garage Italia Customs creates three musical Jeeps for Montreux Jazz Festival. And I'm sorry if I said that wrong. 1964 Morris Manny Cooper is not exactly a bargain, probably because it's one of the original ones. GM and NASA Space Robo Gloves set for use back on Earth. For what? Remains to be seen. Infinity among UK's fastest growing makers after bumping registrations. Now we will, take, we will take a break and listen to a few words from our sponsors.
2: We've all seen them. Those self centered drivers who think their cars are more important than everyone else's. They take up two or more parking spaces. Now you can let them know how you really feel with sarcastic parking cards. Go to www.howireallyfeelcards.com. You'll receive 12 different cards expressing what you think about their parking. These cards come in their own carrying case. Once again, go to www.howireallyfeelcards.com and get your cards today.
1: Welcome back to a hot day in Colorado. Though, as it's actually fairly late when I'm recording this, it's not actually that hot, though we have been having insanely hot days. So, welcome to what was previously a hot day from Colorado. If that makes up for anything. Tussle Model X owner blames autopilot for Pennsylvania crash. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Oh wait, no. Oh wait, no. Sorry. Um, I'm not supposed to reveal anything, but let's just say I'm gonna go out of state soon. And we'll be going to one state and then traveling down to another one and it said pennsylvania and for a second there i was really worried because i was like oh wait oh mess the state the state i'm about to go into pennsylvania will say in air quotations they have a they have autonomous cars oh no it's gonna be so dangerous nope pennsylvania is not the state what state am i going to exactly uh i'm not gonna disclose that information for reasons obviously Future Aerial Atom to get hybrid Honda power, autonomous luxury model also planned. So what they're saying is, future Aerial Atom to be powered by pathetic Honda hybrid power. <laughs> I'm sorry, you know how Honda's been terrible at F1 as, as of late? Yeah. Mazda issues Takata airbag recall for 74,310 Mazda 2 sedans in China. Or in other words, the saga continues. <laughs> Not in a good way. Cadillac enhances ATS and CTS with new carbon black sport package. Honda says other F1 teams not interested in their engine, and they wonder why. Toyota celebrates production milestone with the Ares Orange Edition. VW and LG to jointly develop connected car platform. Order book set to open for Isuzu D-Max Arctic Trucks 8 A- at 35. What? Hmm, weird. You can now get scale, well... 118th scale models of Mercedes, AMG's, G63, crazy color edition. Not as cool as it sounds. Formula E as races in Hong Kong, some other place, Brussels, Montreal, and New York. Oh dear, if you're wondering why I'm laughing, I can't disclose that information as of yet. What if Catrum or Caterham operated its own airline? What that would mean is you couldn't take food or luggage across because they'd be too worried about weight. And to be honest, that would be justified. In a way. New Renault Megane estate analyzed in 99 photos. Ford offers customers 5,600 combos to make their GT unique. No replacement for Evans at Top Gear, Show will go on without him. And I'm pretty sure I've just caught up to last week's news. In case I haven't, 2017 Ford F-150 Raptor to feature six different driving modes. This orange this orange flame Bentley Continental has Moiner's Torch Touch all over it. Faraday Feature joins Formula E with Dragon Racing, Jaguar's continuation lightweight E-type to debut at Laurent's Classic and the XKSS in LA. Next gen 2019 Mercedes-Benz GLE Spied for the first time. Nissan Qashqai Kai Kai Thing gets twenty-seven thousand three hundred and ten pound black edition in the Black Edition in the UK. Or a thirty grand special edition thing or SUV. And now more news on Mazda issues Takata recall. Mazda's Chinese joint venture will recall 74,310 Mazda 2 sedans for the purpose of replacing defective airbags behind behind pressure from Chinese regulators. The Mazda 2 sedan joins multiple other Mazda vehicles fitted with Takata with Takata's defective airbag inflators such as the 2003 to 2008 Mazda 6, 2004 to 2006 B series, 2006 to 2007 Mazda 6. 2004 to 2008 RX 8 and 2008 MPV. Last month, the Takata recall grew by 1.3 million vehicles on Japan's shores, with the likes of the Mazda 2 or Mazda Demo, as it's known there, RX 8 and Bongo Van, known to be affected. As reported by Auto News, China's General Administration of Quality Supervision, Inspection, and Quarantine. Wow, that is a long game. I hope. I hope that their abbreviation isn't that long, uh, wait, no, no, it is. That is, wow. Say that Mazda will contact affected vehicle owners through authorized dealers and replace their airbags free of charge. And I just realized, if that's for China, no one's going to understand what I'm saying right now. That's a shame. Like all other recalls, we will work with local authorities and react seriously. Said Mazda spokesman, not going to butcher your name, man. There's no delay in the procedures in China. According to the Chinese regulator, the affected models of vehicles will be ma- sorry were manufactured between July 24, 2007, and June 17, 2015. Renault unveils restyled Clio RS 200 EDC and RS 220 Trophy Plus GT Line Look Pack. Bloodhound SSC going for a world land speed record in October of 2017. Peugeot 205 GTI restored and improved by UK apprentices. Japan says yes. Mirrorless cars. So, what they're saying is, we don't want mirrors on our cars so that our cars could look like what would happen if humans didn't have ears. Because that's how I look at mirrors. Mirrors are like ears for cars. And if you chop the ears off, then it just looks all kinds of wrong. Jaguar Land Rover gives SVO its own $20 million home. Mahindra closing in on Pininfarina Design EV Supercar. Ducati celebrates 90th birthday with $1299 Panigale S Anniversario Edition. Catalog details XT5 and CTX models for Europe. Rolls-Royce teases, new Phantom. Confirms a 2018 debut. Or in other words, you still gotta wait two two years for your new Phantom, Kanye West. (laughs) Oh Oh, no, Hamilton and Rosberg did it again. They collided on the final lap of the Austrian GP. Mustang and Camaro to use the same 10-speed automatic. Or in other words, they want to have truck transmission. I don't understand these... More than 8-gear transmissions, honestly. 9 I can tolerate, but 10? Nope. That is one too many. Opel's new electric Imperia E Spy. Does it stand a chance in Europe if priced the same as 37k Bolt? Possibly. Five and two Acuras recalled due to Takata airbag inflators. Say I could add a large SUV to its range by 2020. Defective Takata airbag inflators have made the Honda and Acura... Expand their safety campaign to several two thousand one to two thousand three model year vehicles. The airbag inflators that pose a high risk are found on the two thousand one to two thousand two Honda Civic and Accord, two thousand two CRV and Odyssey, two thousand three Pilot, two thousand two to two thousand three Acura TL and two thousand three CL. Said models have already been subjected to a recall between two thousand eight and two thousand eleven, but despite this there are roughly three hundred and thirteen thousand units that haven't been repaired yet. The cars affected are said to show a far higher risk of ruptures during airbag deployment, according to the National Highway Traffic Traffic Safety Administration, or NHTSA, which prompted an urgent call. With this high as 50% chance of a dangerous airbag inflator rupture in a crash, these vehicles are unsafe and need to be repaired immediately. Folks should not drive these vehicles unless they are going straight to a dealer to have them repaired immediately, free of charge, said Anthony Fox, U.S. Transportation Secretary. Out of the 10 confirmed U.S. fatalities linked to Takata airbag inflator ruptures, 8 were in its range of vehicles as the defective parts have been exploded with excessive force after prolonged exposure to heat and humidity and sent shrapnel towards the occupants. Globally, 14 people have lost their lives under similar circumstances and approximately 150 have been injured. Anyway, we will take a short break and you can listen to a word from our sponsors.
2: We've all seen them. Those self-centered drivers who think their cars are more important than everyone else's—they take up two or more parking spaces. Now you can let them know how you really feel with sarcastic parking cards. Go to www.howireallyfeelcards.com. You'll receive twelve different cards expressing what you think about their parking. These cards come in their own carrying case. Once again, go to www.howireallyfeelcards.com and get your cards today.
1: Welcome back! I'm going to be starting off by talking about two games that I got about two or three days ago, though one of them isn't a game per se, and more so of an add-on. Anyway though, we'll start about the first game, and it's called Homebrew, and if you're wondering, no, it's not a game about moonshine, it's actually a game about a vehicle sandbox, and if you're wondering what that means, essentially I can make whatever I want. You can make an airplane, you can make, I've seen people try to make boats, and obviously you can make cars. Though, making planes is because of a new update that they added to the game. So, I got the game, got in, and straight away, I had to deal with a pesky tutorial. Now, this tutorial was actually very helpful for me to understand the game and get a better grasp of the tools and things like that. So, got into the game, did the tutorial, well, not did the tutorial, I was going through the tutorial, and I had to change my graphics because I was getting the best FPS, but after I did that, It was brilliant. I was getting a lot of FPS. So, straight away, I had to fix someone else's car. So right away, this game got out of of being homebrew and turned into becoming a car mechanic simulator. Got to fix Danny's car. He's the friend, I guess you could call him. And so I had to fix his van, so to speak. And his van was lovingly named the Dan Van. That's not egotistical in any way. So anyway, that was what the tutorial was about just so they can introduce me to how the game physics work and stuff like that, I was chosen to fix his van. Took about maybe an hour or so. I couldn't figure out how to back out because I was going to do something else, but I couldn't figure out how to get out. So I thought, oh man, I got to finish the tutorial and then back out. So I had to do the whole tutorial, which I did eventually do, thankfully. So you may be wondering, but what did you have to fix? Well... The tutorial essentially allowed me to mess around with this vehicle quite a bit, so there wasn't much I had to fix per se outside of putting an engine in it and changing the front tire because it was smaller than the rest of them. But yeah, it was more so just like a regular tutorial, though I did have to fix this vehicle in a small sense. Got his vehicle fixed, I'll tell you what though, as I was trying to finish up, the wheels kept pointing backwards even though the steering wheel and rest of the car was pointing forwards. So if I had just let it be that, the car would just drive backwards even if I was pressing the W key to go forward. So I took about five to ten minutes fiddling around with the wheels because I couldn't I couldn't understand why why the wheels wouldn't go forward. Because the right side, the front right and rear right tire were, were going the right way. But the front left and rear left weren't. So I was I was trying to figure that out. And five minutes into it, I was like, man, what is wrong with this? Ten minutes later, figured it out. It was a little button thing. I think it was that. Where it says uh, left wheel or can left wheel or something like that, where essentially it allows you to—it switches how it works. Or I swapped out the right side of the wheels with the left side. I did something like that. So yeah, I did that. Then it was fixed. And then the tutorial was pretty much over, though I had to do a few other things. So then a day, but maybe like a day. Later, I don't know if it. I don't know if I played the game for three days straight or. One day tutorial, next day what I'm about to tell you. I realized after doing the tutorial that I could build myself a viper chassis. No because I know what it looks like. Though I did use an image just for reference. So I was like, oh wait. Oh wait, 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 wait. I can make the vipers chassis. As I'm I haven't figured out how to do bodies yet, so I'm just doing chassis at the moment. But it's like, ooh, I could do that. So next day, I started building a building. I was kind of intimidated because I couldn't figure out where I wanted to start. And so I decided to just do the chassis, do the frame, the bottom of it, floor pan. So I did that. Then I built the rear, like, it's not a firewall fire shield, but essentially the gas tank sits right behind it. It's in the cockpit. So I did that. Then I built the X-Brace, which I pre-made on another tool that I had used in the demo where you can make customized bits. And so I took about, like, 30 minutes trying to get the right size for the X-Brace because of how the car was made. Overall, I... Straight after the demo, I built this whole vehicle in about like a day and a half. I had finished the core frame the night be- the day before. Then the day after, I was like, "Okay, got to get the engine in, got to get the gas tank in, got to get the wheels in, got to do a few refinements, this and that." I had to do that. Got back on game or in game, looked around, messed with a few things, but it was it was looking good. It was real. It was looking exactly pretty much exactly like the image, except for a few core details, but. As a proof of concept, it looked exactly like it. After I had done that, I had tried to get the engine in under the X-Brace, and then I realized, mess, it's not even. Now, if you don't know me like this, I'm not OCD, but I don't like uneven things either. So when, when the engine wasn't even, I was like, oh man, that's down to the chassis. God. But I decided, you know what, this is the first prototype, we'll just leave it. i have to quit the alarm bells in my head saying, fix it, fix it, fix it. Just turn them off for a minute. And just let it be so I can see if I even done anything right. So I left it. I was going to use a big gas tank as there's a big gas tank in the game. Come to find, the big gas tank is bigger than the car itself. It's not longer, but it's wider and it's, it's fairly tall. So I couldn't. So what I had to do was just get a bunch of small gas tanks and then link them all together so they'd be one giant gas tank. As in this game, you have to link up a bit. So, so, like, let's say you get a steering wheel and the wheels, the front wheels. Well, I have to link those up to the steering wheel so that the steering wheel connects to the wheels. It's a fairly complicated system, but I enjoy it. Got the gas tanks in, got the suspension, well, I say suspension, suspension and wheel hub, which, I'll tell you what, probably cut about 30 minutes of me trying to figure out how to get a suspension and wheel onto uh, onto the car, thankfully. So, I did that, and then after I had done that, I had to link everything up. And as I was putting the seat in, because I had to put the seat in, come to realize the engine's too big for the cockpit. Seat is too big for the interior. It was going right through the front dashboard holder or uh, cross brace. Okay. It was going right in front of it or sorry, right through it. Not the whole thing, just a little bit where the steering wheel shaft goes through. It went right through it. And I was like, oh man. So I decided to just leave it much like the engine. But yeah, it was too big for the cockpit, which was a shame. Did that, linked it up, had to fiddle around with it a little bit, but it worked. First time I was doing something outside of the demo, and it worked, which was awesome. I took it out and spawned it in, because the way you spawn stuff in is you throw like a little, little, say a tiny beacon, you throw it, and then it just builds the car in front of your eyes in the air, or in the ground, I guess. And once it did that, I realized, man, as big as it looks in the shop, it's actually really tiny. And that's why... I, and as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, that's why the seat didn't fit. It's not big enough. Because the seat doesn't fit in in the cockpit, as I said before. But the seat, the whole seat part is also taller than the car. Or so, what I realized then is I'm going to have to make a totally new prototype. <laughs> which I'm doing at this, not at the moment of this podcast, but working on right now. And it's, I've made the chassis as big as I can make it. And it looks really big. Right, It almost looks too big, but I have to keep reminding myself just because it looks big in shop doesn't mean it'll look as big as it will in-game or on the map. But anyway, yeah, it was thin. The The engine bay was perfect. The engine fit perfectly in there, aside from it being slightly uneven. But yeah, it it worked. It drove. The steering lock was awful. But hey, first time, the car drove, and it was very—it flipped over easily. There was one thing I had forgotten while building it. You see, I mounted the wheel/ slash suspension well wheel and suspension hubs low down on the frame. So when I actually spawned in new wheels, the car was very high up. so every time I took a corner with too much speed, the car would flip over very easily. So I'm trying to remember now that I have to make it so that the wheels provide the ground clearance, not, not the wheel hub itself or where I'm mounting it. otherwise it'll flip over too easily. The, to be fair, that can also be contributed to the fact that the frame was really thin. So yeah, but as a first, as a first prototype, as a proof of concept, it worked brilliantly. It drove, it braked, it flipped over, it did everything I could want. Ex- probably except for getting the seat in without it glitching through anything. But yeah, so then I got a add-on for a game called Car Mechanic Simulator Twenty Fifteen, which I have. Let me see how many hours I have on the game currently. Have about twenty eight hours on it, which isn't too bad. one One of the games I have had, I have seven hundred forty eight hours on, and a racing game I have, I have four hundred thirty five hours on. So yeah, I am a bit of an avid pl- no, no, I am a hard, I am a hardcore gamer. But yeah, so I got on Car Mechanics Simulator because I got a new DLC that allows me to supercharge engines, swap engines, tires, things like that. The only thing is, I don't have enough money to do, to do any of that. I don't even have my own car at this point. So, I can't really say too much about the cars, but there is one thing. There's a Viper in the DLC! Which I am so looking forward to buying and swapping the engine out of that and giving it a thousand horsepower, or near enough a thousand horsepower. So, I looked through the parts menu as I wanted to, and there are a ton of performance bits that, really, I'm surprised they bothered to take this much time to do it. But, I cannot wait for me to get enough money to be able to do that stuff. And then... I'll report back when I can uh, when I can give you some experience with it. Though I have to say, I think by the time I'm done with it, I will be poor. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this podcast, and I'll see you next time. With a special treat, too.
0: You have just listened to Cody's Car Conundrum. Be sure to join us every Sunday. You can subscribe to Cody's YouTube channel at www.youtube.com slash C slash Viper for Life ACR. Be sure to get Cody's books on Amazon at www.amazon.com slash Cody dash Wagner slash E slash capital B zero one nine capital K capital X seven two capital Z eight. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Be sure to follow Cody here so you don't miss any episodes. Bye until next time.